Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, this week's podcast continues our discussion on purity in the prophetic. How do we hear? How do we see God's voice with purity? Because last week we talked about how our biases, our preferences, our personal opinions can become idols in our heart. They can dilute the voice of God. They can do a voiceover of God's pure voice speaking to us, especially during tense seasons such as we're having right now. Now, this is why we have to be intentional about where we fix our eyes and what we hear with our ears, and that's today's topic. Do you have your copy of Prophetic Secrets? This is my latest best-selling book, and you can purchase it online at any online retailer that sells Christian books, or go to jenniferevaz.com and buy it from me in the USA or inside Australia. You know, we've made all of my books and a few extras available now in Australia, and that's because God spoke to me a few years ago about equipping the seers and prophets and prophetic community in that nation because he's doing something. And so it begins. Get the book. Start getting equipped. Well, in Genesis chapter 30, we read about Jacob and how he just made a final deal with Laban to settle his wages. Now, Laban was his father-in-law, and he had served him for a couple of decades in exchange for marriage to his two daughters, Leah and Rachel. And now it was time to settle everything out in part ways. And so Jacob requested that his wages would be the streaked, speckled, and spotted goats and sheep amongst the flocks. That was the agreed-upon final wages for Jacob. And so Jacob searched through all the flocks, and he took for his own these identifiable animals, the streaked, the spotted, and the speckled. And then he did something interesting. And we read about it in verse 37 and 38 of Genesis chapter 30. Now Jacob took for himself rods of green poplar and of the almond and chestnut trees, peeled white strips in them, and exposed the white which was in the rods. And the rods which he had peeled he set before the flocks in the gutters, in the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink so that they should conceive when they came to drink. So the flocks conceived before the rods, and the flocks brought forth streaked, speckled, and spotted. Now, I'm not sure how Jacob knew to do this. This is a very interesting breeding program, but we do see a spiritual principle at work here. We see that whatever we set our eyes on can have a reproducing element to it. Have you ever watched a sad movie, an action movie, a slightly scary movie, and noticed an impact on your soul. I think the last movie I ever watched before I quit all TV and movies and all of that was a Star Wars movie with my son and his friend at the theater. This Star Wars movie had a dark overtone to it, and it definitely stuck to me for a few days. I noticed I wasn't life-giving in my thoughts or my words or on my social media posts. And it was because of what I had set my eyes on, what I had given my ears to hear, and that wasn't a really horrible thing, but our inner world doesn't distinguish acting from reality. You know that, don't you? Our inner world, our hearts, the seedbed of our whole life just receives it all in, and then what goes in is what comes out. Now, if you are a prophet or prophetic, what you set your eyes on, what you listen to will show up in what you prophesy. I posted something on my social media as a joke the other day. I said this, 
There is a seer somewhere who needs to see this. Fix your eyes on Jesus and not your phone. So many people responded because it's so true. We fix our eyes on our phone, all the drama on our phones, the chaos and the crazy news that comes on our phones. And if you are prophetic, your prophetic words begin to take on those overtones. Whenever you've overindulged or binged on these things, you know, the news, politics, the chaos, the crazy stuff. I've noticed a few prophets this past year. They really are prophets, no doubt in my mind. But their prophetic words are taking on more and more conspiracy-type theories. At this point, they really sound paranoid. They sound foreboding. Sure, there are things like this happening in the earth. Really sinister stuff. I don't want to dismiss that. But their prophetic words, the visions they believe they are having, they all have this conspiracy-paranoid type of tone to it. And it's not the tone of the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is not singing in the key of conspiracy or foreboding. The Holy Spirit is singing and shouting faith in Jesus Christ that he rules and reigns. Do you get what I'm saying? I know exactly what kind of spirit and what kind of information these prophets are setting their eyes on, what they are listening to, because that's what's flowing out of them. One prophet, he had this vision. It was crazy. It was extreme. He was really off, and any discerning person would know it, yet he still had a following. I just don't understand it. Well, this one vision in particular, he said in a vision that God had turned him into an animal, and as an animal, he rescued a woman in danger of assault somewhere in some forest. I mean, he really swore up and down that this happened. Well, I was at the gym and they play these TV shows overhead on a series of TV screens. And one show was a Spanish telenovela. That's similar to an American soap opera. And I can read the Spanish subtitles well enough to get the gist. And as I was reading these subtitles, I could hardly believe it. The vision this man had, the vision this prophet had, was being acted out verbatim on a Spanish soap opera right in front of me. And so I knew he had been binging more on TV dramas than fixing his eyes on Jesus. You see, the eyes of our heart don't separate things out as much as we think they do. They just take it in, and what you take in is what will flow out. You will reproduce it in your prophetic words. If we want purity in the prophetic, we have to be intentional. Very intentional to fix our eyes on Jesus, right? We have to fix our eyes on Jesus. We have to change our gaze. We have to look upon him and his written words so we know what he looks like. In prayer and worship, what we do is to intentionally open the eyes of our heart and look for him in visions like we are instructed to in Habakkuk chapter 2. It says we are to look to see with expectation and then dial all of that other stuff down or shut it off it's diminishing the purity of the prophetic flow. The best prophetic words and prophetic visions come from those who immerse themselves in the written word of God and in the presence of God. You can tell the difference. Prophets who immerse themselves in the sports, the news, too much television entertainment, you can tell it colors, dilutes, detracts what God is conveying. Let's get back to purity in the prophetic. Thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.